Today on episode 483 of the I Am Salt Lake podcast, we chat with our friend Rich Wilson. So much fun to have Rich back on the podcast to talk about a brand new video series that he's doing called Rich Shows You Stuff. And of course, we also got to talk about his previous stand-up comedy days, as well as some other stuff that he's been up to uh, since the last couple times that he's been on the podcast. He has been on the podcast like three times, Chrissy. Yeah, well, he should be because he's amazing. Rich is so talented, and I'm so glad he finally decided to do a real YouTube channel. And if you don't know who Rich is, please listen to this episode. Get to know him. I mean, whatever he touches is just is, turns to gold. I mean, I stand-up comedy. Everything uh, he does, he succeeds in amazingly. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. And I'll put the links for the other podcast episodes that Rich was on at IamSaltLake.com. But before we get into that conversation, I think we should probably introduce ourselves, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Hey, I'm Chris Hollifield. And if you're a longtime listener, you already know us and you already know the show. And thank you for joining us again. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you may be asking yourself what it's all about. Well, we're here every week with a brand new episode where we get to showcase awesome people in Salt Lake City and surrounding areas. We talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. Like Rich Wilson on this episode, he talks about his brand new video series, which you have to go subscribe to Rich Shows You Stuff. I don't know if you guys heard Lucy in the background here. She's she, <laughs> Lucy's recording with us for the first time officially. Yeah, so she's in here. Anyways, like I said, Rich Wilson is on this episode. Such a fantastic conversation. I love talking to him. You guys are going to love listening to this one. So let's get into it. You know what, Rich? I want to start. Okay, actually, I want to start with you to give a little bit of a backstory with you before we get into this conversation. You've actually been on two recordings with us. The yeah. first time... Episode 218 was the first time with me. That was back in 2016. That was back before Chrissy was even co-hosting with me. It was like a few episodes before I joined. Yeah. And then you did the, you did an I Am Salt Lake Live with us. Yep. Uh, in episode two, let's see, 251, November of 2016. So it was the same year. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We got to do that with Jimmy Martin, Cat Martin, and then Aaron Orlovitz. Yep, too. I remember so that. That was so much of a fun show. I miss live shows. Yeah, that was way fun. One I went day. home from that show with some stuff too. You gave out some prizes. Dude, we had so many prizes. <laughs> that they night, just kept coming. Like, yeah. So many prizes. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, what a great night. Go listen to it. Sounds great. <laughs> it was fun. So, Rich, are you doing any stand up comedy anymore? Any sorts of stand up? Or, I mean, I guess as much as you is possible with, with the whole uh, pandemic right now, but are you doing any? No, no. I stopped altogether about, uh, was probably like two, two and a half years ago now. Chrissy would know how, how much emotional time you need to spend with stand up. It's tough to, it, and, and I heard you say it on a podcast back in February, you're like, you either need to be all in or just don't do it because it it's, it's so hard emotionally all week long. You're thinking of jokes and then you go to open mics and you might bomb or you might do well. And then it takes up so much of your mental just stability that I didn't have. I didn't have it in me to keep doing it, you know, because it is tough. But also I my goal doing stand up was to just be an opener for for funny guys. You know, I thought if I could get to that stage where I feel comfortable with my jokes, I like my jokes, and I go up for, you know, eight, ten minutes and just just have fun 
and and get laughs that that's all i wanted that was like my goal and then i got there and i spent about 3 4 months doing that i'd go to wise guys on uh open for friends on weekends and then after after a month or two of that i was just like this is what i wanted but i could see it's just going to be like this forever and i i didn't like the thought of um feeling like i had peaked and then I'm slowly going downhill. I'm just like, I'm just going to bail out while I feel like this is as good as it's going to get for stand-up for me. So I haven't gone back to stand-up because I feel like I I did exactly what I wanted to do. I could have tried to get an hour and tried to headline, but I didn't have it in me. That that I just wanted to see if I could write some jokes and um and, and not hate them, you know, not hate the jokes and be proud of them. So your uh, main creative outlet then is this brand new uh, video series that you're doing on YouTube, right? The Rich Rich, rich Makes stuff. stuff or Rich Shows rich You shows Stuff. You I, I wrote stuff. it down here. It's right in front of me. I just didn't have it up. Rich Shows You Stuff, which is brilliant, man. I'm I, already I, sharing it on all my Slack channels. Oh, thank you. I'm like, you have to go see my friend Rich. He's yeah, so cool. I, I'm so excited, Rich. We ah, I'm so excited that you're really doing it. <laughs> you know? It's, it's such a, it's just a simple concept. I just thought... Well, well, it started like a year ago. I was like, you know, I think it'll be fun to just make little videos where I just do guitar tutorials, like play like more than words. You know, I I thought like just make a five minute video, just show how people how to play, you know, like basic song. And so I did my first episode uh, with more than words. And then when I was playing and editing the video, like I don't, I don't really know much about guitars. I could play a couple intros, a couple basic songs, but I'm like, this is this is gonna look so bad to people that play guitar because I don't even know the the the, the chord, like the names of the strings or anything. I'm like, put your finger on the fifth string, on, and it just, I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. It it seemed like a good idea, but I shouldn't be doing it. And then I was thinking, like, I like that format to where I like do a little instructional video. It's like five minutes long. But it, it, it kind of opened it up to like, I could do it on anything. I don't need to just do it on playing guitar. And I was like, I skateboard a lot. It's like I could do just one five-minute episode on how to ollie on a skateboard, you know, just for adults, what, whoever, you know, just like make it fun, write some jokes and, and just get in and out in five minutes and make it, you know, a tight little show. And then I still haven't done a, a skateboarding episode, but it kind of evolved into just different things I'm passionate about. Uh, making five minutes, just really condensed down, uh, write a couple of solid jokes and uh, get to the point within five minutes. So an example is I did an episode on, I always wanted to try a backflip on a BMX and I'm, I'm 41, I'm getting up there and, and the longer I wait, you know, it's getting more scary, more, more is at risk if I get hurt. And I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to make an episode to see if I could do a backflip on a bike. And I don't bike. I'm a skateboarder. I, I have biked in the past, but it's not my thing. And so I, uh, the video just starts out me wanting to do it. Going to Woodward, they have these foam pits. And so I'd practice in the foam pit. And then I got hurt. And then, and then anyway, spoiler for the end, I, I ended, uh, up getting a backflip on a bike and I'm never going to do it again because it was, it was really, really scary but that's kind of like the idea for the show <laughs> i was curious like, how scary that dude, was it, as an adult it was that is so such scary. a commitment but yeah just little ideas like that something i might want to accomplish or uh other episodes i remodeled my living room over three months and um it was a huge project but i just took 
kind of like the the big parts of the project and squash them down into into the five minute episode. And that one's just like how to remodel your episode. But but that one more is like joke driven. I had lots of jokes for that one, and and I just tried to make it a little loose, not so much like a Bob Vila, and then you got to you know get really technical about it. I just wanted to keep it simple but fun and light. So yeah, just just little episodes like that. Well, and I was actually telling Chris before we got on that your videos are perfect for people like me. I have really bad ADHD. <laughs> and so I can see what I want uh-huh. and I cannot understand the steps to get there uh-huh. because I'll start at like step seven and then go to step three and then go to step 12. And so yours are so entertaining and quick and informative that it actually keeps our interest long enough. Mm-hmm. So well, like, thank you research a little bit more eventually. So I just want to say thanks and make more stuff because I want to learn how to make stuff and I'm really selfish. Well, you, you two, and there's a, there's a handful of people in Salt Lake that have always been really supportive of me. And it's, and it's humbling because you would, you'd know that too. You have these people out there that um, you don't hang out with, you know them online, but whenever you interact with them, they're like, I love what you're doing and just keep doing it. And it, it, it's really hum. It's a humbling thing to hear from people that aren't your close friends, but it really helps push me to keep doing stuff like this. All right, it's that time of the podcast where we're going to take just a minute and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors. Oh my gosh, I love talking about them. UtahMarijuana.org. They are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. Got to give a quick shout out to my co-host on my other podcast, Utah in the Weeds, Tim Pickett. I don't know if you guys remember him from back on episode 420 when he came into our podcast studio and talked to us about medical marijuana here in Utah. Well, now he's a sponsor of the podcast, utahmarijuana.org. They have a team of medical cannabis experts. They're going to make getting your medical card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. Remember, use that code GREEN25. That way they know you came from this podcast, that you heard it on this podcast, and that you're going to support this podcast. And then you'll also get $25 off your visit. If you're in the North Salt Lake Bountiful area, check this out because utahmarijuana.org has a location right next door to Wholesome Co. The address is 580 West, 100 North, number four in Bountiful. So depending on where you're located in the valley, they have a location for you. Hey, isn't it time that you took control of your own health? UtahMarijuana.org. Feel better. One thing I did want to say when we started is that a lot of people that come on your show, uh, like they're starting a new business, they invest a lot of money into this business that they want to start. And for me to come on and be like, hey, I... I started a YouTube channel and I don't have any followers. Can you help me? I thought it was just so let's such a low bar for me to come on. Dude, Rich. dude, Rich, we have both been waiting for you to do this. We've been waiting yeah. for years oh, and we what? talk about it because you are so talented and you are so funny and the world needs to know it. Okay, okay. So I got another thing for you that I was thinking about. So Chrissy, I went to 
plenty of open mics um, with you, not with you, but you were there, you know. Uh, but we did do one show when you were doing comedy, one show together at the Covey Center. Oh, the one you made my kid cry? I didn't make your kid cry. <laughs> I, I was, it, was it in Provo? I remember. Was yeah, I remember where it was. Your kids were there. Oh, dude. He cried later. He held it in. What did I? What did I say? <laughs> I. You know what? It was some joke, and you looked right at him oh. when you did the punchline. And he's a really sensitive kid. Oh man! And I had to like afterwards. I'm like, it's okay. He was just joking. But I'll never. That was a great oh, night. That's, was, that's too bad. Yeah. I wish I knew what the joke was. I do too. I think that it had something to do with toilets. I don't know. Toilets. It's been a long <laughs> time. Okay, so at that show, I can't remember the name of the headliner. Don't say it if you remember. But he was big in Salt Lake maybe like five, ten years before that show. And uh, when he got on stage, he was kind of looking around and he was not cool with like the sh- how many people showed up and where he was doing it. It was like a empty ballet kind of studio and there was a piano on the stage. But it wasn't for stand-up. It was just a piano. And for 20 minutes... He would just joke about like, man, my career sucks. Like, look where I am. And like, you know, like you, me and uh, other guys on the show is like, hey, this is kind of cool for us. You know, <laughs> like this is a good, 30 yeah. people is not bad for us. But it was just funny for him to to just kind of talk about how crappy it was and how small it was. It kind of began to punish the people that actually did show up to the show. And so so that's kind of like uh, to compare that to me. Uh, like, I'm like, man, I make these videos, my, 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 my latest videos that I really believe in. And, oh man, I just wish I had like a bigger audience. And it, in a way it's punishing the people that do support me, like my friends. Cause I, I'm like saying, I just wish I had a little more, but it's like, there are people that are very supportive and I really respect their opinions. I could name this like really five people I got in mind. I'm like these people believe in me in a way that my parents never did, you know. But but yeah, I don't know. I I hate to be like I wish I had a, a bigger audience for this, but also it's like I have the biggest supporters. Like five people, I was like really help, like kind of just inspire me to. Kind of, I next time I gotta do a better video, and I gotta keep on one upping my episodes. But yeah, um, what was my point? My point was, uh, I do really like the people that uh support, support me now and i don't want to be that comedian that showed up and was like this show sucks everyone sucks nobody showed up for this but it's like hey there are people here <laughs> well here's the thing rich is when you put time and effort and for anybody that watches your videos uh which we'll have a link for the youtube channel at iamsaltlake.com if if you're driving right now or something but go watch i mean you put time into this in editing and uh, uh, the, the, the special guests that you have in some of them. No, I mean, no, I don't want to give any way, any spoilers here. I'll give, I'll give Tom Wilson is, you want to get it in front of many eyes, as many eyes as you can. Same thing we do with this podcast. I mean, if I'm, we're going to put time into it, I would rather have, you know, it'd be nice more if people, people knew about it, it yeah. because you're spending so much time creating something. So, and that's where I'm like, Hey, I want to, I want to support you, Rich. Uh, I've always loved your stuff and I want to get as many people to view it because I want you to keep doing it. Mm, right. And that, that's, so. uh, that's one, uh, one of the reasons I reached out to you. Uh, so <sighs> my, my BMX backflip video, I, it was really, my heart was in it. You know, I like, I'm, I was very passionate about that, that episode. And then I had another one coming out in two weeks and I started to really question like, 
I have so much emotionally invested in these little, you know, five minute episodes that I don't want them to be disposable. Kind of like, like TikTok culture, you have like 10 second videos that they're funny and entertaining, but you just throw them away when you're done, you know? But I have too much emotionally invested in, in my new series that I like, I need, I need more people to watch. I, I need, I need, you know, I, I don't know if I, I'm just repeating myself, but okay. So, so in between. You're making sense. You make sense. It's making sense. Okay. From a, okay. This, I love the title of your channel, Rich Shows You Stuff, Mm -hmm. but for kind of a viewer experience point of view, maybe a more, uh, descriptive page name would be like, like Rich makes cool nerd (laughs) shit out of wood. I uh, just that. That's yeah, the catch. But, but I mean, the there's hook. so much more to it, though. I mean, you well, got, you got how you to do stand-up comedy. You got right. how to make a hoverboard. You got how to do a backflip. You got... Okay, let's be uh, fair here. There are some other... There, I know there's like another one or two. There are there, a few of know. us that would seriously get in like a gladiator pit for some of the stuff that you've made. Like oh, the, the like Nintendo the, stuff. The clown bed. The bark oh, clown bed. Clown, uh, oh, that was for Guy Seidel, a local comic. I, I just I just wanted to build something fun. I like build something fun every couple months. So I'm gonna build this clown bed, but I don't know what to do with it. And he said he'll 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 buy it off me. But he he collects guitars too. I was like, oh man, I'll, I'll just trade it for one of your guitars. That's what I did. And that's in the episode at the end of it. You see me playing the guitar that I traded for it. But uh, we were talking about the special guests I have on the show. So I don't know if you're aware of the Cameo app. So you just yeah, pay celebrities. Yeah to say happy birthday or congratulate someone on a, on, on an event. But so I don't know if I'm allowed to do it. I'm probably not allowed to do it. I just ask them to give me uh, advice on something or, and then I use it in the episode, like they're appearing, they're a guest in the episode, but uh, I don't, they don't really know that they're doing that. I, I think it's not allowed. <laughs> well, there's a watermark. You're, you're free and clear. There, yeah, as okay, long yeah, as there's right. a link to the original content. Right. You're not taking credit for it. So, Chris, you mentioned the hoverboard episode. So, two ah, was it two years ago? I built uh, the hoverboard that Biff or Griff Tannen rides in Back to the Future Two. It's the pit bull. It's the black one with uh, the jets on it. So, I built that out of wood, and it and it was just one of those projects I wanted to build. And then I saw Tom Wilson pop up on Cameo in the last couple of months. I was like, man, it'll be cool if I could get him talking because he's a painter. If I could get him talking about his paintings. And then tie it into the video I shot two years ago. So that's what I did. And then that that has been um, he got really in depth about his painting and his art. And and I did I did too um, at the beginning of the episode. And then at the end, I actually show um, the video of me building it. But that episode, something it was you know, I made it, so it's weird for me to say. But that that episode is really special to me because I felt that. His uh, guest appearance on it really tied. It felt very cohesive and solid. It felt like it was it was actually six minutes, six minutes of just it's the best work I've ever done, like put together. Um, I don't know. I really felt my heart was really in that one. And, and a lot of people like that one, which I was pretty happy about. All right. We're going to take just a minute of your time and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. I love talking about them. Not only are they a top-notch barber shop, but this is where I go to get all my haircuts, all my beard trims. Isaac over there, he does a great job. 
All the barbers over there do a great job. I've been going there for, gosh, five or six years now. Their address is 10 East, 800 South, right on the corner of 8th and Main. They offer haircuts, beard trims, even straight razor shaves, which I have yet to have one, maybe one day. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. Listen up, though. They do take walk-ins if they're available. I wouldn't count on it, though. So your best bet is get yourself a guaranteed appointment by booking it online at saltlakebarberco.com. You can select your services, the barber, the time. That way you have a guaranteed appointment. You'll walk in and you'll look good. Saltlakebarberco.com is where you can go and book your appointment. Many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's get back into that conversation with Rich Wilson. Here we go. Let's talk about the process. So are you just always videoing? Do you always have a GoPro with you, like wherever you go and you just have like tens of thousands of hours of video footage at home or how do you... And how do you sort through it? Yeah, because like you even mentioned this hoverboard thing. So obviously that that, that video is from... You said how many? You made it a while uh, it was, back, it was right? Two summers ago. Something like, yeah. So you had that video for a couple of years. Yeah, did you just, I did. Did you have like stuff like that just saved away? Uh, or how did I, you, did, I mean, what? I, I made a video out of that. It was just like a three minute just building it. What you see at the end yeah. of that episode where I built it was the video I made. But it was just one of those things where, you know, I, I made this video of me building the hoverboard and then and then it was it was kind of done and it was over. And then after like two days, like, it's kind of forgotten. And I, and that's, that's why, um, when I got Tom Wilson, Biff Tannen on that episode and I tied it in with a, with the intro from me, it kind of turned it into something more special than just me building it. It felt something that I could look at in 20, 30 years and be like, man, that was, that was, um, solid, like that hot felt. And I keep repeating myself, but um, sorry, your, your question, I film when, whenever I build something, I kind of just put a chest GoPro on me and I just kind of push record when I'm doing kind of a, a part of the building process that kind of looks kind of, um, like you're getting stuff done. And then, so I'm not recording the whole time. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to glue this part onto the hoverboard. So I'm just going to record for 10 seconds and then use it later. Sure. But, but whenever I go on I was, vacation with my kids, I am filming old. I'm one of those, one of those parents that just film everything. And then when we uh, drive home from the vacation, I am editing the whole drive and I love it. Like that's my, every vacation is just, it, it's like a movie montage from the eighties. I, I get lots of angles and cover <laughs> every, everything from the vacation. And then, so in, in 10 years when the kids are old and moved out, uh, we'll have like a playlist of all these videos, we could just watch them and the nothing. And my son has started listening to those songs just in his rotation in his uh, phone because he loves those songs because he associates them with each vacation we went on. And I don't know, I I just love doing all that stuff. What do you? Uh, I mean, you're just like editing on like a Mac or what? Yeah, just uh, just a iMovie, nothing fancy, just the basic. Yeah, nothing fancy. Because I need to learn, I need to learn video editing. I don't, I need to. Uh, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you do a great job and that's what I just didn't know. Like you must just have files upon files I of do. videos and storage and, and uh, cause I know how it is to edit audio from a podcast and this is only audio. Like we've taken, uh, you know, the audio equipment to say a farmer's market and try to record some man on the street style interviews. 
And then I have like six hours of audio to have to go through and find the good pieces, you know, and that, that gets a little difficult. Right. So I just didn't know what your process was like. Yeah. No, I, I kind of have in mind exactly what I want. And then I I have do like a, you know, four, four takes of it. And then I edit it together later. So I don't just let it run it would take forever like yesterday it's like strategic yeah yeah because uh, i know how overwhelming it will be if you come back with six hours of audio you know video you know it's like this is over yeah it'll, it'll be too much but yesterday like i went down to salt lake for my next video um it might be coming out in a week depends how quickly i could get it all edited uh i just had i've got this uh 10 second joke in the video where i am going all over the place but the joke is the, just the commitment to go to all these places for a 10 second joke. And, and that's, what's kind of what I think is funny about it. I, I wish I could give it away, but you'll see it. But anyway, so I was in Salt Lake just uh, on state street doing dumb stuff, but I just filmed for like five seconds. And I'm like, okay, I know I could use that. And then um, when I get home to edit it, it's a lot easier. Huh? Very cool. Very cool. So how often, I mean, do you have like a goal? You mentioned that you have a video coming out maybe in a week or so. I mean, do you have like a plan as far as how often you plan on releasing videos or is it just kind of here and there? I, I wanted to do one a month, but there's, I have too many ideas right now building up. So I kind of want to get them out of my system before I lose interest in each the idea for each episode. So one, one coming out that I really want to do, uh, is I like, I like Napoleon Dynamite. It's a dumb movie, but you know, I really like it, but I want to go to all the shooting locations and reshoot a lot of the scenes from, you know, like the going off the bike jump in front of Pedro's house, like stuff like that, but it'll just be me doing it, but shot from the same angles. (laughs) So anyway, it'll just be me visiting these shooting locations, but I'll also have John Heater uh, Napoleon, uh, give a little intro to like Preston, Idaho, like what he liked about it. So I'll try to tie it all together. So that's like one of those things I want to do. I want, I want to do it really soon because the longer I sit on it, longer I sit on the idea, I start to question like, is that a good idea? But so I, I have, um, five episodes that I have in mind right now that I need to get done before I slowly lose interest or, you know, uh, before you lose passion How- for how, and I'm sure I've asked you this before, Rich, on other, the other recordings I've done with you, but I don't get how you were given more hours in the day than the rest of oh. us. <laughs> I mean, how do you, how yeah. do you do everything you're doing, man? Cause even you mentioned family vacation. So you're obviously still spending time with the family. You're yeah. still, it's, it's, you know, uh, it's hard. I drag my kids still around to a lot of it, but my, they, they like, they like doing it. Like, um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of. Yeah, it's tough. I just, Saturdays, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself four hours to build. Like when I was working on the hoverboard, it's like, okay, four hours this morning, I'm going to work on this. And then that uh, took a couple of weeks, you know, a couple of hours here and there after work. So it's just wherever I can, but I don't, I don't watch uh, much TV. I like, I pretty much, I'm always busy, like um, busy doing something. I used to paint a lot. And so whenever I'd have free time, I'd be at the dining table painting and then, um, then I lose interest in a lot of projects. So I haven't painted for a while, but yeah, it's just whenever, um, my wife watches a lot of binge watches, a lot of shows, but, uh, I'm always like up on my feet, like <laughs> doing something, but I don't look down on her. I'm not like, Hey, so you should, you should be doing stuff with me. I'm just like, we both have our personalities, you know, I am always busy doing some, and, and the things that I'm busy with are, they're not very productive, like painting, it, it, it's more therapeutic to me 
then I'm not doing the laundry or anything, you know. I'm doing something that is just as much of a waste of time as binge watching a show, you know, to me. No, but, no, but it's not, not a waste of time, man. It's, it's the We're whole self-care thing, you. man. It's yeah. the whole like you're taking care of yourself. You're you're you have an outlet, right? You have mm-hmm. a you have a way to express yourself. You have a way to get out some of that tension, I'm sure, and some of the stresses of life. Yeah, 2020. That's true. I mean, hello. But but that is that is right. what my my because my wife, when she's watching a show, I used to do this. I used to be like, hey, what you just gonna watch TV this afternoon? But um, you know, that's how she uh relieves stress, you know? And that's what I've learned in the last, I don't know, six months or a year. Like this is she's doing what she needs to do to 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 get over the day and i need to um paint something or um edit a video that's kind of my new things like working on editing a video so we all have our things that we need yeah because i think it was i actually watched the uh the bart simpson clown bed video uh-huh. today just a couple hours ago and i think it was mentioned in there like it was like 10 hours of painting it oh yeah and like five hours five so, hours I mean, of building 10 hours so that's of what made yeah. me wake yep. up and i realized i'm like wow rich is putting some hours into this yeah. thing yeah right uh then it's like, just making uh, it then there's i know i know you're building i mean you're you're you, you build houses during the day right you're a carpenter mm-hmm. that's your day job right yep so you're working and i'm sure that that's hard work i'm sure you're tired when you get home and then you're going to come and do some of these other projects for like 10 hours yeah. and that's nuts. Uh, it wasn't 10 hours straight. It was over, it was over um, maybe like two hours a day. That's all I could take painting that clown bed. It really did suck, but building it was really fun. I have another a thing I want to build for um, another episode, which is um, just the, the DeLorean from back to the future, uh, the back of it, just like the, the back, the rear, but kind of life-size and the 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 air vents that come out the back of the DeLorean, I want them big enough to put my VHS collection in because I got a bunch of old '80s VHS. So I'll build it in my uh, living or um, my my little TV room, and so I could. This is like a shelf for my. So anyway, uh, that's gonna not take that long to build, but that is gonna take. That's gonna be like a 15 hour painting that thing. <laughs> but but it'll, you it'll just make for a good video. Install it and paint it when you're bored slowly yes yeah uh, it's gonna take so i'm gonna regret regret building that but it'll be it'll be worth it when it's done oh my my son's friends are way in more into everything because like my house got a bunch of stuff way into it than my son is he's like yeah my dad yeah he he builds he builds all that stuff but it's no biggie to him but oh my son's friends like wait your dad built that at at over there <laughs> but he's like yeah, yeah it's cool dude if i drop my kids off at your house they would never come home they would be like, this place is awesome. And I, I need that kind of, uh, you know, that 14-year-old just support because my kids are over it. You know, I've been doing it their whole life, so it's like no biggie. But like uh, the, like a new kid will come up and like, wait, do you have a half pipe in your garage? And, and my kid's like, yeah, we never ride it. And it's just like, no, I want someone to appreciate it. Can people hire you? Like, could we hire you to say, come to our house and do some like custom carpentry? Like- I mean, this is an honest, serious question. Like, if we came up with some like cool if we ideas, a VHS right? Bookshelf. Yeah, I mean, is example. that something that people could hire you for? Um, I used to take uh, side jobs, but it's mostly all new construction now. It's just one house after the other; they just never end. It used I used to do like one house every two weeks, but now it's just it's never ending. There's townhomes going up everywhere, so I can't take any side jobs. Um, but you know, it could oh. slow down and then I'll, I'll be taking remodel jobs or little custom jobs. But for now there's, yeah, it's just too busy. 
too many homes, too many people moving to yeah, Utah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Just all the so I work mostly in Logan, and it, yeah, uh, all the streets are just filled with empty lots that all have sold signs on the the empty lots. It, that's never been the case up there. It's always been like, hey, we got this like spec houses for sale, but now they're all pre-sold like forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So you pretty much have job security, man. You got you got busy. You're going to be busy for a while with all that. It, yeah, wood prices. If that keeps going up, though, it might might slow things down. But other than that, yeah, uh, people are still going to need houses. Is wood prices? See, I don't. I haven't followed a whole lot of that. Wood prices are going up, or I mean, I know this isn't probably interesting to most listeners, but it's not exactly our wheelhouse. But yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. So what's what's going on with wood, man? Uh, yeah. So uh, last year, when when COVID came in, the lumber people that produce like two by fours and stuff um let a lot of people go they're like the business is going to slow down we need to let all you guys go and so they did that and uh business picked up because everyone that stayed home uh with the quarantine started working on their basements building decks and so that really picked up but also the housing market really picked up too uh when that wasn't really supposed to happen so uh there's a huge shortage in two by fours so they used to be like three bucks for one and now they're uh, they, I think they may have just passed $10 for one two by four. So, you know, you no got thousands way. of two by fours for a house times $10, which really adds up for, you know, new houses, you know, building that. That's an, that's an insane inflation. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I was going to ask you how 2020 treated you, but that's pretty much the answer, man. That sounds like it really put a damage on some of those prices. It's just catching up now. It hasn't affected me because I don't, the builders buy, buy all the wood. So, but I know they're going to, uh, they're going to ask me to drop my prices pretty soon if they keep losing money on houses, but you know, uh, it's not that fun. Well, let's get you famous on YouTube. Then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a YouTuber. (laughs) I just, I just, you know, I'm saying the same thing again and again. I feel like my show is, is decent. I watch a lot of, uh, YouTube or YouTubers with my, with my kids. I'm like, man, these guys aren't doing anything. They're just they're not doing anything. Like, I feel like I could do something better. So anyway, so I, I made a show that I think is decent and, and I just, I just want, want people to watch it. Do you have any advice? Like if somebody listening wanted to start their own YouTube channel, any advice you would give them? No. Cause I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to build an audience. <laughs> I have a, a cousin and she said, you need to get on TikTok and make little, um, little versions of your, your videos. So you could build an audience there and then have them come over to YouTube. So I don't know how to build an audience and it's just not my thing. It's hard to, um, I could, I could make stuff that I really like and I believe in, but, uh, the whole, uh, putting myself out there and, and, and kind of like, please watch my video kind of, um, thing is, is really, is really hard. Cause it's two different, two different skills, you know, and I don't have that skill. I don't, I don't know how to market myself or anything. I could make a product. But I don't have I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to getting people to watch it. You're, You're creative. You, you got you got on this podcast, know. man. Uh, yeah, thanks. That you were the you one. Know you. You, I was like, Chris, Chris will have me on. <laughs> <laughs> we were just waiting for a reason to get you back on, honestly. Oh man, let's talk. You know what? I want to talk about. We have those the standard Salt Lake questions. I know. I know you live a little up north, but let's talk. I mean, you you're in the Salt Lake City area enough. Uh, but you know, we have family and friends that visit that visit you i don't know if i've ever had a chance to ask you this question rich what's the rich wilson tour like when you people want to when they visit 
Like, do you take them up to Park City or do you take them to downtown Salt Lake or do you take them to, you know, the Great Salt Lake or where do you go? I have, uh, whenever friends visit, they're always from Australia or New Zealand and they're not, they haven't really seen mountains before. So I always, you know, Park City, if they come in the winter, we go tubing up at uh, Woodward's got a nice tubing hill. Um, and then there's not much Mexican food in Australia and New Zealand either. So red iguana. Um, and then uh, I really like the, uh, like Zion's National Park. I know that's not Salt Lake, but that National Park in Utah, and it too. counts. Yeah. You know, and that's because when I started it, I would always say Salt Lake City, but then I realized that so many of us really, you know, we utilize the whole state. So we yeah. don't, you know, we're pretty so spread like, apart, but still connected. What about, uh, you mentioned red iguana, any other favorite local eating spots that you like to eat at even, even, uh, more up North, even if you have any recommendations up that way, you know, I'm not, you I'm said not you're in Logan a, a lot, not much of a foodie. This is going to sound funny, but I really like the Bahama mama at Maverick gas station. I eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have no shade. okay, okay. I I have such a soft spot for gas station hot dogs. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yes. I had no. I, I used to. Me too. I worked at Seven Eleven years ago, and one of the best parts of that job was just the unlimited hot dogs. Oh yeah, I always get taquitos at Seven Eleven. On my thing, just the two for two. <laughs> oh, Rich. No, man, I'm, 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 I'm so glad to bring you back through. I mean, was there anything, I mean, I think we kind of touched everything on your YouTube channel. Uh, I mean, your old videos are still up there. Comedians and cars. Yeah, which, right. Eating Vegemite. Yeah, eating Vegemite. Gross. Chrissy was on one of those. Yeah. Scroll back through those. You'll find I was. In there. I'm scared yeah. to go look at it. No, I've heard that. You and Mata. Ridiculous. Mata Rita. Yeah, Marta. And Mac And then Arthur. who's in the back? Uh, I yep. can't remember mm-hmm. who else. Mm-hmm. I know Matt was in Marty. the back. But I, I think Marty Archibald. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was Marty. Maybe? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Marty yeah, yeah. And That was so fun. Yeah, it was a good one. People should go watch it because yeah. it's pretty good. No, go back through. Is it labeled with your name on it? Um, it's, it's on you, your you'll channel. You'll see a picture of her for sure in the thumbnail because she was in the... I, and I think it's seat. blue hair. She had blue hair or purple hair or something. Oh, yeah. Like I had teal hair back Teal hair. Yeah. So... No, man, go check it out. I'll put the link for your channel up at IamSaltLake.com with this episode show notes, but, or you can just do a search for Rich Shows You Stuff. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Tell Rich that you heard it on, yeah. heard him on I Am Salt Lake Podcast. Just go like all the videos too. Because I'm sure comments, you want comments, right? To help the algorithms on Thanks. YouTube. So I don't know. Anything else you want to, you want to talk about before I let you go, Rich? No, but thanks for always supporting me. I feel warm and cozy. I knew when I came on, I was like, I'm going to see smiles and it's going to be a good time. So thank you. Anything else up your sleeve? Anything else? Nothing? No little secrets you want to share? Nope, can't think of anything. Wise, or- I know tomorrow I'm going to be like, oh man, I should have brought this up, but not, not right now. Come on in three more years. That's the thing. In three more Are years, you- I'm going to be making a completely different thing. And then you'll have to have me on for that. I don't know what it's going to be by then. Are you posting jokes on Twitter or anything? Uh, no. Um, I used you to write, I used jokes, to write jokes every day on Facebook. I used to just for fun, you know, to keep that. Uh, it's kind of like a muscle, you know. It's kind of like a fun little, let's see if I could get a laugh out of this. But now I'm kind of just writing my jokes for the, the show that I'm working on. So I, I kind of just save it for each episode. And it kind of makes it s- something fun to look forward to to see if, you know, people people like them on there. Oh, my gosh. Twitter. You just, I just realized, Rich, I met you on Twitter. 
Yeah, his, his username was like DeLorean something. Yeah, it was DeLorean. And I posted some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and then we started following each other. And I didn't even know you lived in Utah. That was so long ago. That I was, know, That's a right? whole lifetime ago. Yeah, that, that was you back when Wise Guys Open Mic was at the Gateway. No, no, not the Gateway. The uh, Trolley <gasps> Square. It was a Trolley, trolley Square. Trolley Square. Yeah. That was like 2010-ish. Long time ago. In the old Hard Rock Cafe. Yep, that's right. And then you used to leave some voicemails for this podcast way oh, yeah. back in the beginning. Remember, <laughs> remember, they were like, wasn't there like a Crocodile Dundee one yeah, that you did? I'm sure, or, yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah. You were, see, <laughs> They're pretty amazing. Yeah, I'll, I wonder if I can find no, them. No, don't, don't, don't look them up. <laughs> Anything I did five years ago, you could forget about it. Oh, uh, this was like closer to like eight or nine it was years before, ago. Now, it was before Rich. This was like the I beginning met. of the podcast, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so anyway, well, very cool. Chrissy has a final question. I'm going to let her ask you, Rich. All thank right. you again for, for recording with us. And uh, yeah, thank you. Seriously, thank you, man. We miss you. And before we let you go, can you leave our listeners with a piece of life advice or a motto that either you live by or you just wish they would live by? No, I do think I live by. Maybe it would apply. Um, I, don't, I don't have it in a tight, concise way to say it. But one thing I always try to do with creative projects is just the next one I make has to be better than the last one I made. And then that way you kind of get a little better over time. So that's it. Just that thought. Like try to outdo yourself. Not not outdo someone else, just try to outdo yourself. Thanks again to Rich Wilson for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with the episode show notes on our website at IamSaltLake.com. And to go straight to this episode, type IamSaltLake.com slash 483. Hey, I want to mention a couple of ways that you can support this podcast. You can leave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is probably the easiest way to support it. It doesn't cost you anything, yet it tells Chrissy and I what you think of the podcast and lets us know uh, what, uh, you know, what you what like you about like, it. What like, what we can do better. So yeah, yeah, go ahead and leave a review there and also become a Patreon supporter. This is a great way to financially support the show, to keep the lights on, to keep uh, our equipment top-notch. So just keep the ball rolling. You can do that at uh, patreon.com slash Lake. All right, you guys have a great week. Make sure to get out and enjoy the city. It's going to be beautiful this week. Support local as always. And we're going to see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy. <laughs>